I'm Emma Bresky, and you're here on an all-new podcast with Tomorrow Mag. Today's episode, we have some really cool dudes. I got super excited when I was told I was going to be shoved in a small booth with three guys. Dream come true. Um, and you're all musicians, part of 9-8 um, Collective, right? Hell yeah. So I think we'll just start off with you guys introducing yourselves, and then maybe we can talk about that collective. All right. I'm Lloyd McDonald. Also known as Mac Weather, producer and other things in 9-8. I'm cool. I'm Lorenzo RSV cool. and I'm a, uh, I guess I'm just an artist in terms of just microphone controller in 9-8. Yeah, I'm Nige, also known as Sukkot and I'm, yeah, a fully pledged member of 9-8. So, yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> oh, no. You're still proving yourself. Yeah, yeah, still on probation. <laughs> Make it sound like it's some cult. <laughs> so Isn't I guess it? What, what, what is it? What is 9-8? It's a cult. It's a, cult yeah. <laughs> a musical cult. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And there's how many of you? Nine. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidentally, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Nine or eight. Yeah. Nine, eight. I don't know. And but we have no, a third yeah. of you guys today. Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is three out of nine a third? I did say that earlier, but I don't it know is, if that is yeah, yeah. yeah, that is correct, isn't it? Three, yeah. Yeah. So mm. I guess, like, I want to know, like, how you guys got, how you got here, you know? How did you get into the collective and... Well, Where did could, it all begin? If I could begin this uh, this, uh, this this story, mm-hmm. I'm I, I went to a college called Richmond College, and I met um, an artist called Lava Larue there, and she we became quite good friends, mm-hmm. and then she kind of pitched me this idea of this collective that she wanted to create, and uh, she kind of wanted to start uh, putting her poetry on uh, on on beats basically, and I was kind of I was making a lot of beats with um, a guy called Bone Slim at the time, who I knew from from just before before college. And then I ended up meeting um, Big Pig as well. Uh, who was... I saw her play the other day. Yeah, yeah Big yeah. Pig's one of my faves. Sick. Yeah, she's the fucking yeah, best, Yeah, she's, man. like, effortless. Like, it doesn't even sound like she's singing, but she is. Like, she's it's just, just like... <laughs> she's just vibing. Yeah, she's <laughs> such a vibe. <laughs> but, yeah, she so so I was in a in a, in a a music class in at Richmond College with, with, with Santan Dave and Big Pig and Lava LaRue and, like... Uh, just other sick musicians. It was a crazy class. There was only about 10, 10, 12 of us. Wow, so you guys have literally started from, like, yeah. school days. and Yeah, man. Like, Bone Slim, I've known him, like, even before college. So, so yeah, like, that kind of that kind of all kicked off quite organically. And, and Ava just started, um, Lava just started doing, um, putting on events, just basically so everyone, she, she kind of had this vision to just, like, unite everyone in London who's making music yeah. and not make it, like, a competition, just make everyone just be... Together yeah, and a, give a, a space team. for people to share. Yeah, right? and, like, make make it a place for everyone to just meet because, you know, like, I, I'm from... Um, I went to school in um, in southwest London, like, deep in southwest London, like, Kingston, which yeah. is basically the suburbs, really. It's not... I don't really count it as London. Mm. So um, for me to, meet, to be able to meet someone like Nige, for example, who's from Camden... That would be quite rare in a musical way. You're from um, Camden. From Are you Camden. an original? I'm an original. Kentish You're like town original Lundy. Londoner. Lundy. Yeah. You guys yeah, are very rare. Yeah. <laughs> Buckets mm. of tea and flat cups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, long story short, everyone was coming to these uh, events and kind of just you know collaborating and yeah. like, people would see each- what each other are doing musically and be like, ah, oh, sick. Like, yeah. And it gave uh, like it's people very collaborative. Be like it's a community basically. You've created a family a musical family in a sense it, it yeah, does it yeah. is it only nine of you or are people allowed to join this is the thing when um <laughs> excuse me when it started lloyd there was a lot of um oh, we had like 50 yeah 50 like there was numbers. a huge group chat and it's funny i was talking to um a bloke called jay green recently who um 
does a lot of the videos still for Big Pig, and he was kind of there at the beginning. And like, yeah, like the the energy of it, I just knew from the first events that that was something that was going on. And you still see it when we do shows, like when we did Red Bull, the venue cut us off an hour short, and like, yeah, venues just get quite tetchy mm. when they see so many young people coming together and like um, just having. But a you good guys time. are the future. For real, for You're real. You're the future. Yeah. Facts. On a day looks. <laughs> <laughs> so individually, you're all like, you'll do your own thing as well, right? So you're all individually, despite being part of a collective, you all have individual projects, right? Yeah. So this is exactly why we are a collective and not a group. Like people always kind of get confused. And they always, think you're all like a band. Yeah. And they're always like, asking us like, they're like, oh, they're always asking me like, oh, what's the difference? And it's just like, well, when you look at most groups, most groups, literally anytime they release music or anything, it is as a band like as a group all together um, but you guys release things individually yeah so we started we basically all started off separately and then we still do our own thing separately but at, then we'll come together and make music together like as well. you have each other's backs yeah and You're we still even when other. we are doing our own stuff like somehow we'll manage to cross paths anyway in terms of it could just be production sides or vocals just anything like we always will still help each other that's really really actually nice because one of my favorite like in this creative industry one of my things that i like to live by is you know like a creative man shouldn't be motivated by the desire to compete yeah or be jealous right yeah you should be motivated by the desire to create and achieve great things express yourself right yeah that's why we started doing it definitely i feel like like 98 is kind of like it's almost like nine eight is like your your surname, like a family name. Yeah, but you have you like have a, all your own lives. And yeah, 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 but like yeah. that's like you know we get together as a family and and do stuff. The thing is with nine eight is I don't feel like we've ever really deeped it that much. This is why talking about it is do you know what I mean? Mm, it kind yeah, of just yeah. is what it is, isn't it? But it's, yeah, I'd look, like Lorenzo is definitely right. It's definitely not like a band situation. So yeah. what's everyone's individual sound like? Shall oh, we wow. start with you, Lorenzo? <laughs> yeah. Mine is I I honestly like I hate to even be that guy, but I don't have a specific sound. I would say I do steer in the direction of hip hop, but uh-huh. then within hip hop, I definitely it's definitely varied. Like I don't have the typical what is assumed or associated with London right now in terms of drill or just Afro beats. Like that's really not me. Mm. Um, but well, you got to stay true to who you are. Yeah, this right? is it, right? But I, for example, um, Nige produced a beat the other day, which is to me kind of like Afro swingish in a way, jungleish, and. I like again. I can kind of just jump on anything and mm. still just like produce good vibes. Have you always been like that? Are you all quite musically we, gifted at a young age? Like it's just raw, natural. It came to you naturally. I personally think we, we've all been like that because it, even if you listen to some of the songs on the tape, you will see that there's not one sound all the way throughout. That is what was good about making the tape because we, we sat down in the studio and that, and then it's just like we're all. I think that was the first time that we were all basically shown a variety of beats and because we were working under pressure it was like like we need to yeah. get on yeah. it so it kind of helped us in a way because just by being in that studio for like weeks on end wherever you could literally see different people like the way different people would get on the beat and then just kind of like you end up making cool. even more magic yeah. by doing it as yeah. a team honestly right? learn a lot yeah. i definitely but, learn a lot. so as well, you you guys are producers right yeah i, I do so you write well, you write but, songs yeah right so What's that like, writing songs, the whole pr- process of it? It's probably... Because I feel like no one really just solely does it on their own anymore. It's better to, like, yeah. come together. You need... In music, you need a team. You need people. In, right? It, it depends. It uh, de- yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it depends on how you do it. I think that one thing that is 
definite is that you need at some point in your musical journey some kind of mentor i think mm -hmm. in a lot of ways there's definitely people who just their either their work ethic or their approach to writing songs i was like that's really cool and it's like it's a situation where it's never a, an envious thing you just it's symbiotic and even when i work with someone who is oh, this is going to sound quite arrogant but if someone isn't at this the stage i'm at i still learn from what they do well you're well. always you know able to I mean? learn right like whether whether the person's more or less experienced from you you do you can learn something you can learn something exactly and in the songwriting process for example in the collective someone might take the lead with the hook or the chorus and that might not be a subject matter that you would have gravitated towards however when you're in the studio and they've chosen i want this song to be about that you kind of run with that yeah. like for example with ignorant you you made the the hook for ignorant didn't yeah. you mm. and like yeah, i wouldn't have necessarily have written that verse and and spoken about those things if i hadn't have followed the path that uh lorenzo was mm. paving f with his hook i think in terms of production as well like you definitely can it's so easy to get stuck in a box if yeah. you're just working by yourself yeah yeah like working with uh with nige and with uh with Libs and with with Corn, who are mm. producers in Nine Eight, as well as uh, Lava as well, because she yeah. she produces as well. Yeah, like they're just really like, like, why are you doing that? And then you're just kind of like, oh yeah, like I don't know, I've just always <laughs> you done change that. perspective with yeah, each other. Yeah. So, what do you take life experiences for your music? Do you take like oh, when you're definitely. writing a song? Do you take pretty much just that? yeah? I don't really. Yeah, I I do think it's very important that you only write about what you live, and if you're writing about it in a other person's perspective, you kind of make it clear. I have a serious issue with people that just write for the sake of saying things especially with without a story to tell yeah there's a lot of newly found london uh, they would like to call themselves rappers um no shade but um <laughs> that like basically they glorify you can't just say no shade <laughs> no shade but shade yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, but sorry. no offense but i'm gonna offend you yeah um they just glorify like america's culture a lot so then mm. you hear these like these any proper like rich posh kids been rapping about uh sipping lean popping zans with a glock and i'm just like my g like what 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 you want about joe like bro i was i was definitely like your mum's crib the other day while she was whipping you up like <laughs> breakfast and that like bro like coach. like just take time um but yeah i do think it's very important to just like um, be honest rap what you yeah give. yeah that question's kind of funny it feels like very alien to me i've never sat down and thought i'm gonna write a song which i have no connection to whatsoever mm. like, have you ever thought like I wonder what it'd be like to be an assassin. I'm gonna write a song about it. That that is a good point because, like, I mean, no, like storytelling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. If it's like analogous and Do it's kind of. Do you use your imagination? Yeah, I guess that would that is something that's fun. Like I haven't done too much of that, but yeah, when you're using like metaphors and stuff, like, um, I feel like B Big Pig did a song like that recently on a project that was quite. I feel Sunny was a bit kind of yeah, like pathetic fallacy and like a she, bit more. She gets pretty like abstract. creative with stuff, but also like her stuff is so like fiercely personal. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I know for a fact she feels like she she derives music from her real life to such an extent that yeah. she like sometimes doesn't even want to be like touring and stuff because it, mm. it, it takes away from her real life experiences, which yeah. help her, right? Like, and I definitely, I definitely yeah, get Yeah, because you need to live. Yeah, exactly. You need to live life in order to. And you use that as your, like, inspiration, I guess, mm. right? Mm, definitely. Mm. It makes yeah. writing a lot easier anyway, I think. Yeah. Do you guys ever freestyle? Oh, yeah, yeah. we... These two, these two are so sick of freestyle. No, Nige, no, no, no. Nige, Nige can freestyle. How about, oh, about y'all... Can I just give you anything and you freestyle about it? Nige. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> I'm going to lean on you at some point, Ren. Oh, okay, okay, what about climate change? You into oh, that? God. Okay. Well, we, we, well we're going to do this. Sustainability. Shall Sustainability. I make it easier? Sustainability. 
Whatever you are, green. Is green, green easier? Yeah. Yeah, green is my favorite color. I get it from my mother. <laughs> get it from Ireland. I got it from another. I sell them each one, teach one. All these barriers we're trying to breach, one or two. Climate change is a thing. It exists. <laughs> this ain't no thing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Bro, you suck. Yeah, trust me. So I just... This is already. why you don't freestyle. This is why no one should ever freestyle. You're out of 98 yeah. now, bro. What oh, about shit. you freestyle something that's a bit more personal to you then? Um, I don't really know. Oh. Looks like it's not happening. <laughs> that's all right. Oh, no. You can't push. Oh, you can't you push. You guys should just perform. You should perform Go Back right now, a cappella. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be quite fun. Go on then. All right. I don't know how to start you off. I'll start it then. Just do the verses. Does the man I used to be see the man that I've become? I see that boy on the floor touch his head and see the blood. I'm powerless to help him. I see him in my dreams. Little Nige running through the leaves by the estuary of Court McSherry in the breeze. Springtide, the past never left me. It's inside, it's out there when I drink to oblivion. Lost in the capital, the shimmer is iridium. It ain't gold, it ain't greener. I, I was, was a walking, walking misdemeanor, no end in sight. <laughs> that boy on the floor, I put him on to doing right. So through the struggle and the blight, I can never go back, try as I might. Wow. <laughs> my brother showed me black gloves, a black stick. I used to sit watching my cousin shot. I made bricks, taught myself how to get packs and flip quick. One day my mama asked my girl if I was shorting. I quickly hid the baggie in the drawer, I put the pot in. <laughs> oh, so needs... Time I saw a gun was when I used to play on the PlayStation. <laughs> I went back to the school, I used to flip cards and tech decks, but get this, a black silhouette stood pre in as if it could see me. I saw the scuffs on his face, I saw the hearts it would break, I saw the pass it would take, so I woke him up, curtains closed. I'm only smoking, I could never shot again unless I was broke, but I'm not broken. My head's high, my dad's proud. My God's happy. My mum's Calm. Yeah. I, yeah. That's some <laughs> really like back. amazing writing there. Yeah. Do you usually find that like? So did you guys always write? Were you always writing at school? Like. Yeah. Was it sort of like a, a medium that you guys were always? Yeah, definitely. I think. Yeah, I quite. It's quite funny how I started writing, kind of rapping stuff. I was in, year eight, which is when you're. I think it's twelve to thirteen, mm. and um. There was a boy in my class who wanted to ingratiate himself with the local gang. And he used to pay me to write him bars. <laughs> really? Yeah, he used to he used to give me money and I would write him these really hard raps. And he would then <laughs> go and show them to the mandem and they're like try and like, yeah. And that's kinda how I started <laughs> writing bars. But yeah, no, that's that song with, with me and Lorenzo was really nice. We was on radio and I heard him freestyling about something. I was like, this is actually like well, yeah, yeah it's proper good and it was very relevant to what I was doing with Lloyd and when I laid down the thing with Lloyd I was like yo next time Lorenzo's in the studio play him this because I reckon it would be good and then I came back and he was like yeah Lorenzo did this yeah, yeah Lorenzo's so again right. it's like you're all like together mm. thinking of each other even mm. when you're creating things individually Lorenzo gets yeah. hella funny when he hears a beat you really like as well because he'll hear it straight away and be like what's this what's this <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, yeah, it, it, it was one of them ones yeah, yeah. no, that nice cool. tune he was like what's this what's this <laughs> and then I was like oh you know it's this nice tune once you want it and he's like okay cool no, it's because we have like again because there's nine of us so when when someone puts beats in the chat, like you have, um, there's this girl in Collective called Nana, she's so sick, but um, she seems to think that it's appropriate to, to just bagsy like 
Everything. Everything. <laughs> Lloyd will put in a like McWeather will put in um he'll put in a group, he'll be like, Oh, I just got a new pack of beats kind of thing. He'll put like ten and they will be like, Oh yeah, cool, can I have these six? And I'm like, What are you doing? Like yeah. No, it, you got to be like, you know, civil about it. But yeah. she'll bagsy them and then that's the last thing you're gonna hear of her. That's the thing, there's, there's enough beats that she's bagsy that I haven't that just the, just don't of, don't share the beats. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. Like, I've music. been in the studio with Lloyd before and I played a beat. It was in a nine eight session because we do sessions with Lloyd if we're doing our own stuff or we do a nine eight session where it's mm. like we make stuff for nine eight. And I was in session with someone and they laid down something really cool. I was like, yeah, who do you reckon could jump on this with you? I was thinking like people in night and she was like, oh, I think so and so who's like not even in the collection. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, all right. I see how it is. Yeah. So how do things translate from you know being in session? developing your ideas your songs your creativity then how does that translate on stage because obviously performing's a whole different thing in itself right uh, yeah how I, do you guys prepare for that well i don't i don't know about you guys but i never really think we actually think that much like when we're creating i don't really think we think that much in oh how's this going to sound live but it usually just translates quite well i don't know like what do you guys like when you're yeah, you my... specifically lorenzo RSC, i mean as for rappers you... or like in in the kind of like style that you do energy is important right? yeah so this for guy, the stage presence this guy in terms of the the type of songs that i will release it kind of naturally will fit in terms of it will sound good well hopefully <laughs> it will sound good and then it will also sound good live like i try and make songs that can fit within like every environment kind of thing mm. Obviously, I do make other songs, but in terms of what I gravitate towards putting out, it's naturally just songs that will fit in every environment. Because in terms of the artists I listen to and stuff like that, what kind of artists um, are like so your influences? For it's personally for me, like the I wouldn't say he influences me in terms of sound, but in terms of just like attitude since like his Alfaro days, um, Travis Scott, mm. um, and that's because back then. It was kind of just fresh off the whole uh, Yeezus sound, like just before. And then, in fact, he did a lot of work on Yeezus as well, um, which is which everyone claimed to be like Kanye's like most controversial album. And that's due to the fact that Travis kind of inspired him to change his sound. Um, mm. like if you actually go back, I mean, we're in 2019 now, so it probably won't sound that good. But if you listen to Alfero, which was like 2012, 2013, yeah, it was really experimental. But at the time, it was like... Ah, like, mm. like, I, like, I need this music in my veins. Like, it yeah. was just like, it was just fresh to hear, kind of thing. And he's always just kind of kept within his like means of sound, kind of thing. But like, he just he will he will basically do what he wants to do, but without forcing it. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, you guys are super involved in the industry. Is there is there anything that you see or you'd like to see change? I mean. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, I'd like to see. Because you guys, what, how, you guys are quite young, right? How old are you guys? Twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-two. Yeah. So yeah. you're like you're you babies. Yeah. We're <laughs> and how have babies. you sort of like growing up in London and you know yeah. being in music? Obviously, we all know like what music was and yeah. is, but where do you where do you want to see it go? I think as a younger yeah. generation. I think in terms of the what what I want to be changed in the industry. I don't really care, to be honest. No, you, so you, I'm you probably going to get blacklisted <laughs> from like all majors. But no, Stop like you come run out, like yeah, just do a KD. No, yeah, you come, you come to realize uh, the longer that you're in it that labels are kind of like they're kind of like the guy, the older guy on the estate who's not doing much. Or like they're kind <laughs> of yeah. they're kind of just like then they're, they're trying to stay relevant and like they have something to offer you, but they don't have 
as much as you have to offer yourself Facts. and the people around you. And like, there's so many things that you can pattern. And I do want to shout out distributors like AWOL and other things because they do give you a bit more autonomy over mm. how you're getting things out and just just guerrilla methods of like that's how they're the, the, started they're with the, the events just love mm-hmm. what you do and want to help elevate it mm. yeah and yeah. if you i think that i i'm much more concerned with the music the culture and the music scene than the industry because they are two separate entities i'd much rather focus my intention on what's going on in music how can we pr- progress in music then how can we progress the industry because really let the music speak for itself and let it evolve or grow naturally right we're not we're not in the industry we're not A&Rs and stuff like we have no industry background as well I think that's like an important thing to mention and it's not like this and anyone that is but like the reason I think this this collective is so special is that none of us have like especially musically parents none of us have any like prior links to the, to to the industry, like none of us You're have You're building from dads. the ground up. Yeah, man. Mm. Like, you know, my dad's an electrician. My mum was a hairdresser. Like, mm. I don't you know, I don't know all of your parents like what yeah. you do, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, we we, we really we really pattern this together, man. And like, obviously, we have we have help now with our managers and yeah. with um, mm-hmm. certain people like in the industry now. Yeah. Now that we're trying to like broaden our horizons and stuff, but like. Mm. So, what is your message? Say, if anyone listening, you know, there's like um people that are wanting to sort of build a collective or start, you know, music or. Mm. do what you guys do what message can you give those those youths i guess like i really don't like this whole thing about about how everyone's trying to like do like a soldier boy with their music <laughs> just comment on everything and it's like well like virality and, and people are like yeah. oh like how how do oh, i how I do i get to people famous. to yeah like how do i get people yeah. to listen to music oh i'll be because it's all about how many followers you have i need to buy these followers and like Mm. But it's like, nah, you need to you need to be in the real world talking to people, collaborating. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah doing do you shows feel that sometimes people f- f- fixate too much on, I need to become famous yeah. rather than I need to and it's just like, master my craft? Yeah, they're in it for the mm-hmm. wrong reasons. If yeah. so, they should just stop right there. And you can, yeah, you can really see who is like really just trying to do that, that quick phase. Yeah, it's kind of sad how everything now is just like... So what advice can viral. you give to, to those like aspiring? Um, I, like not even not even trying to be cliched like but when people generally say be yourself within this kind of within music anyway they literally generally mean it because if you if you change every single thing you do based on other people's opinions you're only going to be creating things for other people which is even for yourself and mm. in this day and age the way things change i could like i could like lloyd today and i could li- i might not like him tomorrow what like obviously not like that, but I'm just saying like what? there's no point of doing things Where for other it? people when they're just gonna they can change their opinions anyway. So it's like you may as well do what you want to do. So that's a very mature way of thinking. And do you guys do you guys talk amongst each other like that often? Yeah. Like as dudes? Um we just You're very open emotionally with each other? Oh yeah, big yeah, time. Definitely. Like these like we've we've all relied on each other in hard times and shit and like had you know that's really refreshing because i feel like especially with like young guys it's hard to Mm. sort of open up and Mm. well i've noticed within the men in my family it's hard for them to sort of open up or express themselves like with their own mental health and stuff is that something you guys talk about a lot amongst each other in your work well definitely yeah i mean like we're all very open about each other's lyrics and stuff yeah it's not i think you're right it's not it's definitely not the easiest thing to talk about as well for anyone, but I guess men, as statistics show, have a have a particular issue with it. But um, yeah, I feel that we're we're able to do that through your music. Maybe through our music, I think more just for our friendship. For our, that's yeah. what I was gonna say is through the friendship more so. And I think that music is like 
It's twofold. You so, like I love talking about the context of music, and that was a av- piece of advice I'd give: is just remain within your context, but don't detract from the individualism of it. Like you yeah. make music by yourself for yourself, mm. and it, then it comes out into the wider world. But the context in which you're making it and the people around the you are also important. In. Yeah, but I think that the, you know, I guess through talking with the family in nine eight, you can kind of. Yeah, get your head around things. I think when people talk about writing about hardship, you can't really write about it in the moment, I don't think, or you mm. can't make you can't articulate it best until you've deeped it. Like you can't yeah. you if you're in a real uh, dark place, that's not actually when the good music gets made. It's when mm. you're when Behind you can side. actually understand why you were there and you know the reflection yeah. after exactly. it. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's some powerful stuff. You've taught me a lot. <laughs> Um, okay, so thanks so much, guys. You guys have been such a such a fun group of guys to hang out with, oh, and I'm really excited to see what you guys put out in the future. I mean, do we have, what what things do we have? What can we expect to come? I mean, Nigel's going to be releasing some new music soon, right? Sweet. Yeah, I've been dropping a, a track a month from September through to the end of the year. Nice. Um, I believe you're dropping Friday. Yeah, on Friday. So we can, we're Friday. expecting yeah. new things. Yeah. yeah, man. Big yeah. Pig, an EP on Friday, Friday. as well, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. A, nice. a single from Lorenzo on Friday. Friday. Natty Weiler was going to drop a track on Friday, but it's pushed back to mid-November. So a, the collective kind of a... have a lot of things to share. Always. Of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, collective and friends, man. Yeah, yeah amazing. Where can people find you? Like, what are your handles? Uh, Macweather, but we can find all of us at Nanit Collective. Yeah. Yeah. At Lorenzo RSV, I've been at Nanit Collective. Yeah, and at Nasty.Nige. Oh, nasty. What's the nasty? Oh, you a little freak, huh? <laughs> you know, I had a, it's from It's from Nas, I think, man. My friend, you know, Nasty Nas. Nas, Nasty Nas. My, one of my oh, friends started saying, Nasty Nas. Yeah, yeah. That's how do you guys good. actually, how do you come up with your names? My, Are they like, my name is came it your from actual school. name? No, my name is Niall, but my <laughs> name came from school. There was a lunch lady who used to give me extras. And then when she, she heard my friend saying my name, she tried to say my name. She was like, oh, Nigel. And then <laughs> everyone started calling me Nigel and Nigel. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, my name is literally my name. Um, and then the RSV is literally just my second, my middle and second name. Nice. But just abbreviated. Yeah. Mac Weather is MacDonald, my last name, Mac. And then Weather is from this song called Weatherman by Xavier Wolf and Bones, oh, which wow. is one of the songs which made me want to start producing. Nice. <laughs> no, but thanks so much, guys, for joining me. You've been no, great. Thanks. 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 thanks for having us. <laughs> 